Hello. What are you doing? This is on. What are you doing, Roger? This is my voice. What's going on? This is how I will speak. Uh, this is how I will build. At length and girth. <laughs> <laughs> Point Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get to stepping. But if you'd like to stay, let's let's get get hammered. What is going on, people? This is fucking... This is fucking (laughs) Point Hammered episode... (laughs) 152. 152, buddy. Yeah. We're back. We're almost we're almost on our what did we decide? Eight year anniversary? Eight year. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Jesus Christ. That's insane. That's bananas. We've been off for a while, man. Yeah. What's been going on? This could be a long episode. Or this could, could be, be a short episode. <laughs> we haven't talked about Wapaka, but I already I, pretty much forgot everything that happened. <laughs> I got all my sheets here. Ah, sheets. Little cheat sheets. I'm uh, what you call prepared <laughs> true true yeah. but uh yeah i don't know i also went to holy wars gt so we could talk about that mm-hmm. i was debating on getting one of the other fellas on to discuss that that was there but yeah go for it butch andrew uh, maybe right. someone via skype that oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might require less non-local <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't know if those guys are game but we'll see oh, okay I, I don't have a way to record skype on this fucking computer still so it's a real Downer. Yeah. I don't know why they never created their own plug-in. Yeah. I'll use Evair sure. for my purposes. How do you spell that? E-V-A-E-R. And actually, that's for video. So if you're just doing audio, you can do MP3 Skype Recorder. Yeah. That's the name of it. That's free, too. Are these Skype uh, or free? Or are they both free? Okay. Evair, you got to pay for, but that gets you the video. So just for podcasts. It's MP3 Skype recorder. We'll uh, do it for free. It does it on separate tracks and stuff, so it's pretty nice. Sure. All right. But Sounds like something I can make good use of. Mm-hmm. I had that issue. I had to buy that last software. Yeah, I remember years and years ago. Yeah. It was like Pamela is what I bought. It was like 30 bucks because these stupid computers have some kind of control against being able to just record things off of... Like YouTube and stuff like that, and that's that's why you can't just record line in on it's a, it's a fucking weird thing. With the last one was a Sony, but this one's an HP, but it has the same issue. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, we're working on in the hobby, dude. Well, it's been quite a while. Yeah, the last time we caught up was for Wapaka, so I was working on a bunch of train and shit. Yeah. Since then, still been working on train. <laughs> I what happened last year was. I did a bunch of terrain, then I just packed it away, Yeah, even though it wasn't really finished. So this year, I pulled out everything that wasn't finished. It's just sitting on a table. <laughs> so every day, I'll pick up a little piece. Well, that's the plan. More like once a week, pick <laughs> up a piece. Then, <laughs> so uh, motivation is not high. Go through the steps and finish it. But yeah, so I've been plugging away on that. Got the um, last paint challenge videos up 100% was achieved mm, I saw that the I didn't actually watch Horn the video channel. Yeah. it feels weird 
for me to just watch your face really big. No, I'm like, I don't know why anyone who knows me would actually minutes. watch it. But I always, <laughs> every time I've tried, I just end up with my dick in my hands. <laughs> I don't know why that is. <laughs> <laughs> you just wake up in a haze. How many people you at think, the end of the video? And <laughs> how many people you think have masturbated to you? <laughs> well, that's a good question. I bet you it's happened. You put you something on the web. Put, <laughs> put a guy that good looking out on the web. You're, with bo- the, you're bound. What were those like? You, are you using a GoPro or something? For the recording? Yeah. Uh, it's like a camcorder a type go- thing. It kinda, you look a bit distorted in the way that a GoPro distorts mm-hmm. on those videos. It kind of fish eyes you. And so you always look a little bit distorted to me when you're in those videos. Mm, interesting. Um, maybe it's because you're, yeah, I don't know. I can't I can't come up with a good reason, but so I just assume you're using it anyway. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> uh, it's just weird to watch you. Uh-huh. For painting and stuff, got a Depticon coming up, mm. so I do have a couple of little projects there. I picked up two new Infinity models. Whoa, Krakow Renegades, yeah, which are kind of like mercenary Morat dudes. Sure, basically the equivalent of orcs okay. in the Infinity universe. So there's some Merc ones you can get that you can use with pretty much any faction, and they provide a couple of things that my Pan Oceanians are lacking. Mm which is direct template weapons and then grenades. So there's not really hardly any options in Pano that can get that stuff. So I picked those guys up. I got two of those to paint. So basically just assembling them. There's just one model. So I've been converting the other one so they kind of look different. And I'm going to give them uh, some aviators and proper stupid stupid trucker hats Kay. just to add a little, <laughs> little Rogerian flair. <laughs> and other than that, I got... A few Infinity models that for the paint challenge, they were base coated and inked, but I never really went back and did all the shading and stuff. Sure. So I just got five models really to finish for Akon. Three are pretty much started. And then for Saga, I just need to figure out a scheme to add some javelins to my models because I'm playing the Welsh and everybody has a javelin in that faction. Yeah. So my spearmen... The, the spears they have are pretty skinny, so they kind of look like javelins anyways. Sure. But for the hearth guard, I want to either blue tack it on or maybe come up with some kind of scheme to, like in their shield hand, just yeah. attach a javelin behind the shield so it looks like they have javelins too. Uh, sure. So in the right hand, they have a sword, and then the, the left will be this, theoretically, a little javelin that I can just pull off <laughs> um, so I don't like have to buy. <laughs> uh, we'll see. I I probably will just end up blue tacking them on there, so I don't. If there's a, is there like a flesh colored blue tack? So I, I have can just yellow. make it look like a, lump, a lumpy hand. Behind, mm. like, get, like their hand is just really big and lumpy behind. I mean, like the you shield. ever see behind the shield? Yeah, so if you could get like a the yellow I have. If you just use that, maybe you could give it a wash. <laughs> it would maybe color it down a bit. I can give you a little tack. sample blob. <laughs> yeah, it's called poster putty. I don't think I've ever seen. Same, same it's, the gray and the blue on the it's, it's exactly the same shit, but it's called poster putty. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, but yeah, that's the uh, extent of my projects. Kind of taking it easy. I thought I would play some computer games and stuff because mm. I was thinking about that when I was in the midst of Pack of Fever, and then when it came down to it, I was like, well, it just doesn't seem <laughs> very fun. I don't know. Not... Couldn't pull the trigger on the Total War. Uh-huh. Just, just wasn't wasn't feeling it. For That's kind of weird because I lost my Civ bug too. I just haven't been able to even 
just open the fucking game up. So mm-hmm. that's, that's strange. It's come in cycles, and this is just an off cycle yeah. for us both on there. Just a general meaninglessness Usually of life we're, itself. We're polar opposites, dude. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I got to step it up here. <laughs> well, I got some games I'll talk about because I've been playing some games. But. Okay. Yeah, maybe talk about your fun game times. Get me, get me pumped here. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about hobby here. So I've been slowly painting on the Wraith Lord. Okay. I've seen that. I've been sculpting an hour and a half to two and a half hours every day on the Frost Lord on Stonehorn. And I'm a butt hair away from having him done. All I got to do is sculpt some fur on the front left leg of the Stonehorn itself. And then everything will be done. I'll do some really detailed blog posts on this guy. John once, doesn't once already have done. fur. Why would you need to add fur? Uh, I'm just going for a consistent cross the model feel he had all these weird little iron plates that were just nailed to his skin or something i thought mm-hmm. they i get what they're going for they're just trying to break up the fur and maybe add some something to look at to the model but to me it looked a bit absurd so i just hacked them all off with a knife and i'm sculpting fur over those fur spots. that's what people that's what people <laughs> want to see it looks like a proper beast then and plus it's customized and hey, it looks good look like everybody else fur matches really well yeah so i it's not your usual I, stippling I method. usually use just a pointy tool to make fur, mm-hmm. but I got this other one that's like a thin spade tool, and I found a significantly better way of doing fur. It's easier, and it looks better, and maybe I can do a post on different types of fur, but it's really... And I didn't discover it till like two or three days ago, so I did most of it <laughs> the other way, but oh, oh well. Cool. It, it, looks, it looks way better. It matches better with what's on the model, yeah, and it it's easier to do. Once it's... Once it's painted, he'd be hard-pressed. Yeah. Yeah, some difference. people just, like, spread putty and put lines through it. I've been looking at other people's work on Twitter and shit, and I'm, it's just disgusting when you see that. <laughs> like, there's yeah. No, there's no thought. There's no heart in it. You're just, like, I don't know. Maybe you just don't know what to do, I guess, or you don't want to spend the time. I don't know. But either way, I'm happy with the result I got, and I'll, I'll maybe I'll do a blog post about that, too, because my blog post has been I've, – I've been working on this dude for months now. In the conversion, mm-hmm. I actually started them a very, very long time ago, and I was going to mount two guys on its back and do like a proper—I don't know which beast it is that has two guys mount on its back—and then I decided to do this Frost Lord instead. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It turned out super awesome, super fun model. I had a lot of a lot of good times. I learned a lot. I some of the, like the spear I made the I made a brass spear for him custom to mm-hmm. kind of look like the original Frost. Was, Frost Lord uh, out of a brass rod, and then, was all the work you did after Wapaka because you you played Age of Sigmar at Wapaka, didn't you? I did, yeah. Okay, did that get the juices flown here, or I think I was kind of burnt out on painting. Is what happened after okay. after all the Infinity shit, and I decided I really just wanted to sculpt on something. So it was either that or work on some of the half done Reichland <laughs> ogres. <laughs> That's true for Infinity. Using massive quantities of green stuff never <laughs> enters the equation. <laughs> yeah, you can in that a whole entire in that game system. Is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, also, so I I finished up that. I think I talked about him last time. I finished up the Ortonian Lord. I did a blog post about him. Just and that was fun. So I wanted to roll with it with the sculpting thing while I was feeling it. But now I'm extremely burned out on on the sculpting. So once wow. I get this conversion done. I'm going to switch gears and finish painting painting the Wraith Lord that I started like 12 years ago. I can't even... Was it 12 years ago? It, it was... For sure? it, I suspect it was around a decade ago that I started painting that guy. So I'd have to double check, but it was a long fucking time ago because I got... I remember when I got that set of models and who bought them for me, and it's not someone I've talked to in a very long time. So, 
So yeah, I'm gonna finish painting that Wraith Lord next, um, and that'll be fun too. The problem I'm having is also like the Wraith Lord's purple, and my Infinity shit had a purple theme. <laughs> it's got a lot of the same color going on. There's a different shade. It's of a purple, different, yeah. It's like a, a lavender versus a purple, but it's still unpopular purple. Yeah, the so, uncommon purple you would see. And then, so I did take a trip to Hawaii there for two weeks, and in, in the interim, part of the reason that we haven't been recording is because we had. Holy Wars, Wapaka. I was in Hawaii for two weeks, mm-hmm. and I kept checking, and you were gone. So I you was must in, have been away. I was in Texas. Ah, okay. For <laughs> last week. Okay, I didn't know exactly where you were, but I knew you weren't at your desk at work for like <laughs> five or six days or whatever it was. Just inactive. Yeah. Where is this guy? So, uh, <laughs> anyway, the Paca or the the Hawaii trip was awesome. Um, I think Any the, shout outs that need to be? Yeah, made, the best. John? The best. <laughs> the, the, the thing of note, we we met up with James Stagg, who lives out there, and is a. Point hammered fan. Long time yeah. fan. Yeah, so you met up with him when you were there, and I finally, I was finally able to make it happen. He took us up on the mountain, took some really awesome pictures. The guy's a fucking astronomical... Is that a word? Yeah, that, <laughs> I, think I, I don't think it's the right use of the word, but the guy knows astronomy like nobody's yeah. fucking business. It was super, super cool. And uh, yeah, just man. took us up, showed us the stars. Guy and knows his shit. Yeah, took some, took some really awesome pictures with us, and... Spent a couple hours. It was, it was really cool and much appreciated to him. If you're ever out in Hawaii, I highly recommend the Star Tour up on the mountain. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, Any uh, fart fart tales, John? No. Any gas no, gas I haven't, attacks? I haven't been doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was that's past, Johnny. <laughs> there were some good opportunities, mind you. <laughs> we the, part of the problem is for the first I. There were four days of this trip. I had the chills and the sweats from the Wapak of fucking plague that uh, set in. Yeah, I flew nine and a half hours from Chicago to Honolulu, and I had the chills the whole time. I was under a blanket, shivering with the fever, <laughs> jerking it, yeah, <laughs> whacking it. Of course, because why wouldn't you? And uh, so was, I, I had some real fucking death plague descend on me post Paca mm-hmm. during vacation. Sadly, so. Mm-hmm. But, I didn't. I only let it cramp my style one day when I was in Kona, <laughs> but all we did was lay on the beach, which is still pretty awesome. Ah, yeah, it's a, it's great to lay on the beach for a day when you're sick and can't hardly move. All your joints ache, <laughs> so oh, better hell. than suffering here. So. Yeah, right, we got to get James out to uh, Wapaka next year. We got 40k going on, buddy. Oh uh, yeah, well, uh, I told him I'd take care Multiple of him. Multiple offers, in. yeah. I'll, I'll, if he flies into Chicago, we can get him sorted out with a ride by someone. If he flies in here. We'll take care of him, pick him up, drive him where he needs to be. <laughs> take him up on our granite peak. Yeah, <laughs> take him up local, on Rib Mountain. Local mountain. <laughs> <laughs> where you can't see the shit. Observatory. <laughs> There's a big platform up there. Oh, is there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think, dude? I think he's going to be underwhelmed. <laughs> Maybe. you got to show him something more specific, like... We'll just take him to eight different microbrews yeah. in a day until he falls over drunk. Ice fishing shacks. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> show, show him, him like ads. show him a lake with like ten pickup trucks parked on it. <laughs> That's some shit to see. Uh-huh. So. Awesome. Do we have any emails, John? I could talk about holy wars, but I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of hold of the that week? for now. I do want to talk about AOS in general here, but we'll get to that at some point. Okay. So let's. I'm ill prepared for email that. of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Do event of the week. Yeah. So are we not going to talk about PACA? Um, if you want. Well, People I played AOS right and now. I played Infinity. Yeah, I guess. So what I think you do? my goal here Real was quick. to give just some more overviews of the games I played. I don't really care to talk about each individual game. It might be worthwhile at some point to talk about each individual army I played 
and just some notes about it because not really knowing what the fuck I was getting into, I think I could have benefited from that beforehand. Uh-huh. Uh, more so in AOS, Infinities just is what it is. Um, okay. So in Infinity, I did the narrative event with my LF. Yeah. <laughs> What's the bad experience? It was or, fun. Yeah, it was well, kind of a whirlwind, even for an experience. Yeah, so you're thrown in there. It wasn't until the third game that I understood what all the grids that you had on the boards were for. (laughs) I was Mm -hmm. like, uh, (laughs) it it finally clicked, and then we were woefully unprepared because nobody else on my team (laughs) really understood it either. So Mm -hmm. we were all a bunch of like, I don't, I wouldn't say noobs, but some noobs, more casual, casual gamers, rejects from proper teams. Mm -hmm. But the games themselves were really fun. And then I even liked how you switch scenarios on us <laughs> yeah. right in the middle of a game there. Yeah, I'd say if you're interested in some more info about the narrative on the latest personal flash paper, actually the last two probably. I was on the last one, and then they talked about it. I think on the one before that maybe. And then the remote presence, they also talk about it. Okay. So I'm not going to re- re- repeat here. that stuff. Because the real Infinity fans will have listened to that. Mm-hmm. But uh, so that was fun. I got to play some dudes I haven't seen since like Bug Eater GT. I don't know, maybe oh nine. I don't remember when I went out there, but uh, Rob Baker and Ryan Moore. I okay. played both yeah, of them. Yeah, we had some and some travelers. I beat both of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cool. Rob was because it was my first full game of Infinity, so he's like showing me the game and not really telling me what to do, but just making sure I know what the fuck I'm doing. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> the dude like couldn't roll a dodge and couldn't roll an armor, so by the I went first by his second turn. He's already in retreat mode. <laughs> he's uh-huh. like, oh, sorry, dude. So uh, it worked out, but I felt like a dick. I played Christian also, who must have Bubbles. been Christian. Yeah, Christian Bubbles. Game two, I don't know if he was hungover or what, but he was maybe he's just mad he had to play a total noob, but he was pretty crabby when we started. But All I think right. he loosened up maybe by the he end. Had, uh, yeah. I think maybe he stayed game. up too late. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> maybe he just wasn't enthused by me. I don't know. But mm-hmm. he knew he wasn't getting any comp- complimentary blowjobs. Yeah, <laughs> just a good rim job. <laughs> You're on that special table, so there's no there's no way to reach under it. It's all solid. That must, that must have been it. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> I mentioned it, but but we had we had fun by the end, and I learned a valuable lesson of not running all your dudes out where the fucking sniper can just. I think I lost four guys in a row running across this bridge, and the snipers were shooting. Yeah, at me. yeah. Like it was it was fucking bullshit, but but it was. I had to get over there, dude. <laughs> uh-huh. It's a puzzle. Yeah. So that kind of sucked, but mm, the game was fun, and it was a valuable lesson. The scenarios are really cool, too, that that I liked. Like, get in there, do something. Don't get in there, do something. Mm-hmm. seemed like there was never a time I felt like something was bullshit, mm-hmm. and I felt that way a lot in AOS. <laughs> uh, like uh, that, that weekend when you were playing? Not so much that weekend. More so at Holy Wars. Oh, okay. There was one... There was one like person I played against in AOS. It was all random teams is what I played for that. So mm-hmm. there was one person I played against. I was like, that's some real fucking bullshit. But just from like the, otherwise, the combos and their synergy. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Okay. Um, but in terms of Infinity, I never got that vibe. And a lot of people harp on that the rules are too complicated. They're fucking not. Yeah, there's a lot of rules, but you, only so much applies to your dudes. So if you know what your dudes can do... You're totally fucking fine. And the basics are pretty simple. I learned the basics in yeah. just a few simple games of it. So I don't people I think are are overwhelmed by what there is to learn, but I don't think it is what you think it is when you're saying yeah, that. Yeah. <clears throat> the issue is like we talked before that 
I told you the, the basic <laughs> rules are like the first 30 or 40 pages, and mm-hmm. then essentially it's a glossary of every... So imagine if in AOS you had every rule that every model had mm-hmm. was in a one single rulebook compendium. Yeah. It would sure look like the game's pretty complicated. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's just the way that the material is presented. Right. On a, you know, they just have every rule listed out every weapon combination ammo mm-hmm. different levels state. of every skill yeah it's just all in there it's basically one big glossary and then when you look at the unit profile it'll have those rules and the weapons and stuff so you're so only by referencing that, a tiny amount of material by that theory i'd say aos is significantly more complicated because every single war scroll has unique shit that it does so uh, yeah, you couldn't put a book together like that because it would be like 500 pages. has a more synergy element to it as well where you're affecting other models with your rules, with yeah. bubbles and spells and stuff like that. Sure. Where Infinity doesn't has hardly any of that, mm-hmm. and that's how they maintain the balance frequently. Yeah. Why the list-building aspect isn't as important because you don't have to build that synergy necessarily Mm-hmm. based off the rules and the interaction of your models. Now, there's certain bases you want to cover and right. stuff like that, and you know some things are better than other things, but you can't, you're not going to lose by not building synergy into your list or something like that. So Sure, and, um, and I think yeah. that's totally accurate. So, like, other than shooting you, other people's models don't do much to your models. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that, um, yeah. Yeah, it was... It, I had a lot of fun with it. I think it was great. I think it's a great system. It's nice to step away from the D6. Um, that's, I'm going to talk about Warhammer Quest in a little while. Okay. As, as one of the things I've been obsessed with. And the whole fuck... You can tell it's a fucking D6 system. <laughs> just <laughs> even though it's a video game, you can fucking tell it. Yeah. You know, like I'm just used to that. But there's some things about it that really drive me nuts. So anyway, I had a lot of fun with Infinity. I think it's a great game. And um, okay. it helped to play. Like, Would you want to go to... Like tournaments and stuff like that. I would that I would go to events for sure. I would want okay. to play a bit more yeah. because in terms of strategy, I don't. Other than focusing on the scenario, like I was focused on the scenario, and I'm trying to get That's dudes right to run way. across this fucking bridge and <laughs> bubbles his fucking snipers with viral fucking yeah. dick shots or dropping them dead. Boom, Viral's boom, boom. Like death sentence. Yeah. So. Well, the Asura was pretty solid because multiple wounds and mm-hmm. high BTS or whatever the fuck it is you say with. <laughs> so she did pretty well, but otherwise, <laughs> the rest of my dudes were it's not good. So I don't know. I I had a lot of fun with the left part too. I think the theme's cool. Like the so I think I'm gonna sell the steel phalanx shit I got. I got a ton of steel phalanx stuff, mm-hmm. but it, I don't really want to play that tutorial. I'd rather keep it vanilla because the whole fire teams and i played against it and i didn't think it was how i wanted to play so i'll probably sell a bunch mm-hmm. of that but i do want to like expand and get into some post humans and do some cool stuff okay. and more robots yeah. those post humans are awesome the yeah. models are fucking yeah. phenomenal <laughs> so jesus so anybody's looking for some uh still family stuff hit me up well, i'll talk to baron b oh yeah although he just he at well paca he traded his ogres I saw that to tom mcclure for a so he's probably actually set does he have all the steel failing stuff? He probably does. Bah. But he might have... I don't think he's interested in the other stuff. So you might talk to him if you want some yeah. non-steel phalanx model, if you need if more. he has new stuff, I don't, I'm trying yeah, not I'm to not accumulate sure a bunch of has. shit is what I'm trying to do here. So mm-hmm. I've been uh, on an uh, eBay kick, posting models on eBay every one, once a week, five to seven auctions, and just moving shit out. Um, 
because I have a giant eBay stack that's accrued over the last two or three years. I've been too lazy. So anyway, so let's talk about AOS a bit. So mm-hmm. most of this shit applies to both events. I did the at Wapaka. I did the AOS teams random team events similar to Raj Podge and the last game was Triumph and Treachery so the event was awesome the random team dynamic is a lot of fun round one I played with Sean Clark he was playing this uh, death thing and then we played against McClure and James Nelson James Nelson had lizards I also played James Nelson and I played McClure at Holy Wars so there you go oh, cool. uh, but Sean Clark had this death army that just it was insane at a thousand points like it, that was like the army was like holy shit he's on my team and he's just fucking schmucking stuff and i was like uh-huh. okay like, well done dude that's so one of those kind of things and then round two i partnered with domus against alan summerwald and james maslanka and then round three the triumph and treachery i don't think it's a good i don't think it's good for that venue because it w- i played against uh the fritzes and then dan carlson also he had dwarves and then the fritzes had i think chaos mm-hmm. and um elves uh, dryads so it's fun to see all the different armies in that regard, but Triumph and Treachery always fucking drags out, man. Like, there's always a time, just depend on the roles, where you just sit forever. So you're like, oh god, like let you know. But it was still fun. It's nice to play against people you wouldn't otherwise play against because Triumph and Treachery was always more of a, hey, we're bored, let's just play a game mm-hmm. thing. So it's cool in that regard. How did the dwarves play? So you got to see. Uh, they came on it like this is where we all came on in the corner. Uh, they must <laughs> they, have been moving pretty quick, they, right? Yeah, his his guys came on the corner anyway. That. They, no, they just like marched forward, and then um, next to him, what was it? it? Was chaos? Chaos corn like mostly mounted on juggers. So he just turned it all at one point, and fucking charged at him, and just like they just had this big fight, and eventually all the doors were dead, and then all the corn shit started coming at me. Meanwhile, Taz was on the other side of me. She's coming at me with dryads, like shooting me and blasting me. Mm-hmm. And I made a mistake of charging in and grabbing the thing in the center that you wanted and uh, trying to boogie out of there with my tyrant. Real like made first yourself turn a target with the destruction moves. Yes, yeah, so I so I deserved it, but um, but yes, yeah, so I I didn't think too much of the dwarves. I think I'm supposed to get a new book here, so I did just buy a ton of bases to rebase all my shit. So I can, oh yeah, so I, the dwarves are still your dwarves are still on squares. Yeah, so I now have what I need to rebase my dwarves and my entire beastman army. Uh, so I'm working on some additional lists to mix it up a bit. But anyway, so Holy Wars, um, I don't want to get into too much of the details, like I said. Like, the event is still what it was before. This, the terrain is off feel, the hook. Feel the same? Yeah, it did, because actually. We, yeah. It, I mean, it. I would, I would say it had no different feel than 8th Edition ever did. Oh, cool. Um, the game is still super fun. The scenarios make it. You just have mm-hmm. to focus on your scenario and not doing something dumb. Because the, the tables at Holy Wars... They look great, but they're prone to kill a lot of your your own shit. Oh. <laughs> so you gotta try not to lose too much of your shit. To AOS t- terrain, dude. Yeah, I got ogres running through wild fucking, woods, running through lava back and forth, and they're fucking like on a one, you lose a model. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you but gotta, you had no choice. Like you got to get out there and fight and claim objectives. Yeah, you just and have them like jump, them. jump so, over the lava, jump. It's, yeah, <laughs> just get a get a good run and <laughs> take a leap. <laughs> the the game itself, though. It's equivalent to anything 8th edition ever was. It's different, but I think it's still fun. And the whole event weekend was a blast. I had a really good time. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still, in the game itself, you know, you can build a fun list. Or with these grand alliances, you can fucking cheese dick it out. And you can fucking play some real fucking bullshit. <laughs> and make sure... Like, you can make sure your opponent's not going to have any fucking fun or like you, you you could build a list that you could come up with some kind of percentage 
and I, I should like talk to the guy that does War Scroll and just have him work this in. Like, this is the percentage of fun your list is going to reduce for your opponent because you have such a dickhead <laughs> list. So like, you could still be that dude, and there were still them dudes. <laughs> so, or, yeah, that's or what you I've heard. Actually, list. It's, it's, like, so it's, it's like the same. It's exactly same, the fucking same. As far same, as rules goes, so, and strength and balance and stuff, mm-hmm, I heard it. Yeah, and like I said, the scenarios are what are what makes it playable. Uh, I think the points costs are a little wonky on some things, but but it was always that way. So, you know, a lot of people want to bitch about eighth. I, you know what? Like, it's it's a fucking game, dude. Like, yeah. you have the models for it. You could play it if you wanted, and it's fun. And I mostly went for the bro time and just hanging out and having mm-hmm. a good time. And, and Ruben with the domicile. Yeah, yeah. Me and Domus had a room together. It was nice. Did they uh, just tack on some random charges <laughs> for the weekend after you left this? No, time? they didn't. <laughs> so that was good. Um, yeah, we one, one thing we did. One, there's this game called Pirate Dice. I don't know what the fuck it's called, but it it must be from one of the pirate movies where you just kind of roll dice and bluff about what what's on the table in total. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, Kevin, I don't remember his last name, but had this game and it was so fucking fun. It's about like bluffing and bullshitting. And we played like five rounds, and I was just undefe- I was undefeated. Oh, <laughs> like, nice. Uh, yeah, you just got to be a good bullshitter. Plus, it, it if and be good with math. Like it's so it's so perfect for me. So if you ever see Pirate Dice, and I, maybe that's not even what it was called. I think it was though, but it was fucking awesome and fun. So pick mm-hmm. that game up for sure. Cool. Uh, otherwise, mm, the weekend is exactly what you'd expect it to have been. I couldn't get in the hot tub because hot tubs kill sperm. So <laughs> that's <laughs> I to, true. I had to avoid that. Um, had a lot of beers though. There was this legit Mexican place called Fast Burrito, mm-hmm. less than a mile away. I ate there like three or four times. Dirt cheap Classic. and fucking amazing. As big as your arm. As big as your arm. <laughs> it was great. They had fucking ta- all kinds of chorizo tacos and it just you fucking name it. And it was that that's that alone is a reason to go <laughs> to this event. But yeah, I the whole event went off well. I don't really have any complaints. I threw twenty bucks in the raffle and I won like the first two items. So I, I, I won a big box of fucking start playing Nurgle, like an eighty-something dollar box, and I won a Ogroid, which is one of the new Zinch guys that looks like a Minotaur kind of with magic yeah. shit all over him. So I, I won one of those. Like a warm request. That's a cool model. Yeah, it was real, real cool. So I like I won one hundred twenty dollars worth of shit, and I was like, wow, well, I never fucking win in raffles. What's going on? Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool too. But uh, I might get some of the guys on to talk more detail about individual armies and just some strengths and weaknesses, plus the individual strengths and weaknesses of the shit I played. Because I play just ogres, and you see why people that get into this destruction thing don't. Nobody plays just ogres. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, it just doesn't right. fucking happen because it's a because. I got all big boys, and you can't hold objectives with uh, with. Bo- you need bodies to hold. It's all it's all based on model count near the objective, not wounds. So you need hmm. s- five models near it to hold it. Well, like this dude rushes up twenty fucking twenty models, <laughs> and I can kill shit like nobody's business. Yeah, but it's gonna be two or three turns before I'm holding that. So that's why the Grand Alliance comes into play. And I don't know, like I could paint. You see these combinations. Like, I play this dude who had four Thunder Tusks. I think Thunder Tusks. Yeah, four those Thunder those Tusks. Are the big, are those the cats or the big ones? Uh, no, they're the big fucking, the big bros. Okay. With, uh, Christian Weir was his name. So four Thunder Tusks and then, like, three units of Savage Orcs, like, 
10 to 20 strong and the savage orcs have two wounds each so you get in there you're just bogged down so those guys run up grab objectives the thunder tusks they were all characters on thunder tusks so they can heal heal each other wounds and then on a one on a two plus they do a d6 mortal wounds to any unit with an 18 inches wow so i was doing the math on it wow and statistically over a game it's like 96 mortal wounds 96 times six mortal wounds I think it was maybe it's just nine. No, it's probably just ninety-six mortal wounds. I was driving the other day thinking about this because I was like, "What the fuck, man!" So, <laughs> but like, it was effective. You fuck. You got to like start peeling wounds off them because then instead of a six mortal wounds, it's a d six mortal wounds, and the weaker they get, like the less wounds they do. But it's fucking insane still. So. I was doing the math on that, like holy shit. But I don't want to build four of them fuckers, and I don't want to be that dude anyway. Cause. Are you building one of them? Is that what you're making right now? I'm doing or a stone horn, oh, okay. but I have the head that pops off, so I could mm-hmm. easily sw- swap it out. But and both of them seem like they're really good. You see both of them played, so oh, the, the Frost Lord on Stonehorn, I think he just runs in and kicks a lot of ass, is what he does. Versus four of these bastards sitting back and whomping six times, twenty-four wounds off a fucking dude every turn, or off off their army every turn, which is fucking insane. Like that's crazy powerful, but and it, you can't like, all right, I'm gonna do. Six wounds over there, like boom, two plus, nailed it. And there's a tournament reroll. <laughs> so like, Jesus Christ, yeah. So, so that's one of those things you run into, though. Okay. But he, like, he built and painted four thunder tusks. Mm-hmm. So there is that. But so overall, you had fun. Felt yeah, like the old really, times. It did. So you, everybody's a little older now. One thing about the dudes, like, <laughs> there's a, there are some dudes that have lost a bunch of weight. Like, you haven't seen them in a year or two now. And it's like, oh man, you like you, you look trimmer, dude. You getting in shape. And then there's some dudes that are like way heavier. And you're like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, some body modifications. So just like just like the crew of dudes, but it's all eh, not entirely the same crew, but probably seventy five percent same crew, and then a handful of new dudes sprinkled in. But all the new dudes I spoke with were real cool, so mm-hmm. had a good time. Yeah, good deal. So you'd complaints. be willing to travel to more of those. Yeah, well, I would definitely think? do more. I was debating on doing Acon, but I'm going to try and only do every other month, I think. So I might sit Acon out. Okay. Or maybe I'll just go down for a night, but I'm not going to get involved in any events. So, okay. But I do want to play more. I do want to get out more. And that's why I bought all these bases so I could make either a Chaos Army or a Dwarf Army or something because Ogres on their own. I, I won three out of five games. Mm-hmm. Um, and even one of those losses I took, I pulled a lot of points, but I don't know. I think it's one dimensional and you know, like you're just trying to rush up there and mm-hmm. schmuck them and then maybe magic them along the way. But, Oh, fucking iron blaster is completely worthless. <laughs> like, uh, is it? It's like the worst the cannon master game now, of eighth. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Like I played against James Nelson, hit two dwarf cannons with an engineer. And so you get two shots per turn, rerolling misses mm-hmm. and they're just schm- schmucking shit like wide open. And I got one shot you could reroll misses if you shoot a big unit, like a unit of more than ten models with the iron blaster. But the meta is completely opposite to that. So you like you got to take down the big monsters and the characters and shit. So fucking piece of garbage. So now he's gonna be a, probably a gorgon for a while until <laughs> until they swap up that that war scroll. But it was a good time. Anyway, I fucking I ramble. What have you been uh, listening to, my friend? Uh, so I've been listening to you actually. Elantris. It's a Brandon Sanderson. I think it's like this. Oh is, yeah, this I is just like got his, that from the library. It's his first. I think it's his like first 
kind of real fantasy book. Sure. Like maybe, you know, that he started. Yeah. The very first one. And <laughs> I got it on audio, but I haven't same, started it. <laughs> same old shit. Is it good? It's worthwhile? It's decent. It's just, uh, you know, Sanderson, he always, it's always going to be pretty good, but it's also just kind of like PG, like uh, the same kind of well, watered than, like, down. Some of this romances and stuff. GRRM stuff I'm listening to is pretty like, oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, gross. Yeah, that's what yeah. you want, man. <laughs> uh, so it's pretty good so far. Elantris. I needed, before that, I haven't listened to anything for quite some time. So I needed something mm. to get me back on the pain train for Akon here. Mm. That's what I'm going to listen to next. So good. I'm glad it's Dees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, Going through, I pretty much listened to almost everything he has. There's a couple of one-offs. There's another one called Warbreaker that I'm going to get to. But mm-hmm. uh, and then he has a young adult series as well mm. that I haven't listened to. But almost everything else that he's done, he's quite prolific as well. Sure. So, yeah, decent. Yourself, cool. John? Well, I finished reading Rise of Enmian, which that's the whole Enmian series there. Enmian book four. I think that's is that Dan Simmons? Danny Didn't Simmons. Write, but... So there were some like a hundred pages of drag there, <laughs> like it gets a little slow yeah. and it stays Talk a little about when slow. He's in that little bubble or his little spaceship. Yeah, when he's what you're referring to, like just when they're like the whole architects thing and they're on the China, like the imagery is cool. The, the bringing back old characters, cool. not explaining anything. Yeah, well, so. Uh, you can do anything bit, in time, so. but I but you had to see how it ended at that point. So I stuck with it, and it ended super awesome. Like the book was really good, mm-hmm. and highly recommended. So closes out the series solid. Even though I don't remember the other three books dragging at all. So, but he pulls it together. So the reason for the drag is like they're visiting all these planets, they're making all these friends. They're essentially it's the part where Ina is doing the teaching part. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> so either way, it was really good, though. And then I started reading Red Rising, which I think was a Roger recommendation. Yeah. It, I made myself keep reading to, like, page 50, and I was finally like, okay, like, now I'm getting it. But it started out pretty slow. And it, it must be young adult just based on how yeah, it's written. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And the, the beginning doesn't have anything to do with the real the meat, meat, the meat at the yeah, – yeah, when he's in the academy and stuff. I haven't gotten that so far. Yeah, he, that's just, where the – it really goes on. He's just kind of setting the scene and creating this real dystopian Mars. He's hitting all the check boxes, John. <laughs> so, There's different castes and factions. Yeah, the gold, oppressed people, the reds, <laughs> yeah, the grays. Anyway, it started out, and I all. It seems a bit cliche too. Maybe that book's a little older, but I think that whole subject matter is a bit cliche to me no, at this point. I but. think it. I think it is, <laughs> but. There's a reason. People right. love it, man. I'll get there. I'll get there. So anyway, I stuck with it, and now I think I'll see it out. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> But it did have a slow start. And it, Young Adult just doesn't appeal to me, so there is that to struggle through, too. But I'm happy with where it's at now. So Decent. once you get over some of the bullshit. So what have you been obsessing over? Ah, Expanse Season 2 is finally out. Mm. Sci-fi. I've heard other talk. Yeah, other pick, podcasts talk about this, too. Picked up quite a bit. First season is kind of slow. Yeah. So but. Season two kicks off. There's some space battles and stuff going on. Mm. It gets kind of juicy, the intro. <laughs> it's weird because the so it's based off a book series, and it's weird. It ended. the So it's following the book. So where the book ended is in the middle of season two. 
So like season two, episode five, there's like a big finale where um, you know some real weird shit takes place. Sure. And it, it's just kind of weird because then season two, episode six, they're just picking it up again you know, where the start of a new book takes place, which um, it's cool. It's a good show. They got, they got a decent budget. Hopefully it keeps going. Okay. Um, Did Netflix pick that up or is that still? Uh, I don't think so. They might have season one. Yeah. I can't think. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I think I just watched them online. Did you read all the books then so you know? Yeah, the first book is really good. And then the second book is kind of dog shit. (laughs) The third one is is also. And there's a fourth and fifth one. I haven't read them, and I don't plan to. Okay. But I'm hoping the series series can pick up and improve on it because it, I don't know, I don't think they did a very good job with the squeakles. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Hoping for some Game of Thrones where... You know, I think some aspects of the Game of Thrones TV show improve on on the books. Okay. So I'm hoping the expanse improves which, on the books as well. Which aspects would you say are better than the book? For, um, for the show? Just for keeping the story moving and uh, not being horribly bloated yeah. with like useless <laughs> characters. I mean, okay. some some of that is the appeal of the book, the details and stuff. But, yeah, the world. Yeah. Um, they did. Yeah, there's okay. so much shit that the show cut out, and right. it doesn't it doesn't even need it. Um, so I'm not okay. gonna, I like the books too, but <laughs> for my opinion. So for my nerd time, I ha- I did nerd finish time. the number three, which was Clash of Kings. Started number four, Storm of Swords, or I got it backwards, whatever. Oh yeah, so you're slogging through them right now. Yeah, so I'm at the very beginning. It's it's kind of shitty because you go from like the build up at the end of one to then the beginning of the next one where there's not a lot happening. <laughs> so yeah, you should almost. So you're you're on Feast of Crows. I'm on four, yeah. Yeah, you should almost just interweave them all. Interspeave, or yeah, inter interweave Dance of Dragon chapters because that's you know you can you know the whole background and stuff, and yeah. it only follows certain the character. So unless you want like 25 chapters about Arya, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she has the most chapters out of anybody. Sure, kind of well, old. I yeah. noticed that in the last book. Yeah, I sure. definitely weave in Dance of Dragons. I'll pull them up because it'd be easy to do in Fubar. So. Yeah, you just and then I'd queue them up. Gist. Yeah, because it doesn't get back to it. Maybe two thirds through Dance of Dragons. Yeah. Then you, so, so I've been I've been going on that and thoroughly enjoying it during nerd time. But on my off time, I've been like I said, I lost the Civilization Six bug. I, I really want to play video games, but I just couldn't do it. So I bought Warhammer Quest. Like that. The is there video like a game computer game or like exact, an app game? Uh, it's for a computer, but it's just, okay. they're the same for all for you know iPod Pad or whatever. But and I was really into it at first. It's so nostalgic and fun. And then I... Is that you? I keep kicking. <laughs> I keep touching my knee. Yeah, sexy. And then... But you get to a point where... I don't. I think it's kind of a shit game. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it. Because you're just traveling around. And I, mind you, I played it for 30 hours. Because it tells you how long <laughs> So I played 30 hours. But you, here's what you do. You travel... You can never buy any of the cool shit in, this, in the fucking um, towns that you come to. Because... You're always going around trying to kill shit to get enough gold to train your guys to go to the next level. That's mm-hmm. what you spend all your time doing. So you find good weapons and equipment once in a while, but you can never buy any of the awesome shit you see in the, in the towns. They all max out level eight. It's really fun for the nostalgia and because it's like the old empire. So there's like the cool map of the old mm-hmm. empire traveling around the different empire towns. Going but to the Reichwald. I can't. I don't know. I think it gets fucking... It's the same thing over and over, but like you start out, you're fighting 
like Skaven, and you fight undead, and then there's orcs, and then they get into mm-hmm. savage orcs. So you got all them, and they're fun. The savage orcs are tough as nails. Crap. Like the Skaven are weedy little dicks, yeah. and there's dungeon critters like little bats and fucking spiders and shit like that. But it's if you played as a kid, you'll love it at first. And it's only fifteen bucks. I didn't buy any of the any of the extra bullshit because you can get like an Iron Gut or a Slayer. I just use the base four characters. The fucking dwarf drives me nuts. He gets three attacks. He couldn't fucking hit water if he fell out of a fucking boat, this dude. It drives me insane. Like, it's Captain Whiff. Fucking dwarves never never hit shit in the fucking game in Warhammer. Never hit shit in fucking video game. What's wrong with dwarves? He's got a little he's got a little pony keg of bugmans he carries around if he gets wounded and you can drink it. And then he'll heal like six mm-hmm. wounds or something, D six wounds. But then he's drunk and hits even fucking worse for the rest of the dungeon. So it's like I don't. You'd rather have him fucking die than drink the Bugmans because he's so fucking horrible at hitting. But anyway, uh, and then I also picked my. I used to. I did a lot of vintage Magic the Gathering last mm-hmm. year with my buddy Brandon, but he's been tied up in his own bullshit. So I, I haven't been able to do that. I've just been scabbing for games to play. So I picked up Magic the Gathering: Duels of the Planeswalkers 2012, <laughs> which is essentially it's just like an online. Game or I think you could play other people. I don't know, but I've just been doing working through the campaign. Ah, okay. So you're just playing Magic against these preconstructed decks, and you unlock cards that you can add mm-hmm. to your deck. And how it's really it, how does it feel? I wish it was vintage. I would pay. I would pay money to play it vintage, but it is fun. Like it, it solves the the Magic itch for me. Um, the only problem with 2012, if you're going to buy one of these, don't buy 2012. Buy 2013 or afterwards because. They got all these stupid things in there to make the game work better and faster for you. They don't mm. let you select which mana to tap. It automatically picks your mana and taps it. So you get boned sometimes where you'll lose a game because you, your mana got tapped in the wrong order and you could have you done wow. better yourself. So don't get 2012. Get 2013, 14, 15 or... or Something else came out after, but it's the same game, but named a little different. But if you want to play Magic, it's really fucking fun, though. It's, it's, mm-hmm. But the problem for me, I never, I didn't play through all these new editions, so I had to learn what you the know, cards the do. Cards are... But you can stop the timer at any moment and just kind of look at it and figure it out. And another real cool aspect of the campaign of this game, you know, a lot of it's just you pick one of the decks you've unlocked, and then you play against an opponent, and you just try and beat them, and that's all well and good. But a lot of them, uh, there's probably, in the main campaign, like, I don't know, 10 to 12 of these challenges where they just set you up on a board like you have a hand all your shit's out and your opponent's in the same boat and you have to figure out with the cards you have out how to defeat your opponent and there's like one you can't way, end the turn really if you end the turn you die mm. and yeah and there's one way to do it and it would, i think it'd be cool. really fun for me in vintage because i know what all the cards do so in this format like i i'm sitting here like playing you can play it over and over and over again it's like solitaire or something on yeah it's, but it's, it's like a cool puzzle mm-hmm. that you have to figure out with all these cards so i've i've had it, and it's like super gratifying when you finally yeah. figure it out You're like oh fuck finally man and so uh, that's it's a real fun aspect to this i'm looking forward to picking up the rest of these as i, as I work through this one it's, it's a real hoot so i i don't recommend 2012 but i think 2013 if you could tap your own mana and the rest of the games will be really fucking awesome and this one's really fun too i'm having a good time with it uh, it's just that one thing that's like, oh, that's kind of fucky. But otherwise, I've been playing this like every day, <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's fun. Duels of the Planeswalkers, because there used to be a Duels of the Planeswalker game in like I don't know, this is the '90s or the late 2000s, and I had it, and it was like this cheesy thing where you walk around this map <laughs> and it's fucked around. But so anyway, it's fun. I'm having fun with it. What are you obsessing over? <laughs> uh we already did my segment, John. The oh, Expanse, man. 
Oh, that I thought that. Oh, all right. Well, I guess I got a song pick for you then, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I can find the fucking mouse clicker. All right, so I'm gonna play. This was a recommendation through somebody that had emailed in. This dude is called Tim Vantle, and this is off his Road Sweet Road CD. You can pick his shit up on Amazon. If you click through the Point Hammer page, we'll get a little oh, beak wet in there. Mm-hmm. And it's cheap. Like, I bought all the music he had on there, and it was 20 bucks, And you get three CDs. Oh, good deal. The Road Sweet Road is the only CD of the three he has out there that I can recommend. The other two <laughs> are of a slightly different style, and they're nowhere near as good. But this Road Sweet Road CD is really fucking good. It sounds like Old Against Me. It's really fucking awesome. So, like I said, his name is Tim Vantall. This tune is going to be called Caged Birds. Here we go. We've been down this road before, maybe just to man inside. We could sit right safely, we could give it another try. Maybe you won't fight it tomorrow, maybe you won't fight it at all. Maybe it would come to you, maybe someone here should come. And now I know I can't mercy. There is hope for all I should have to keep believing in. For a point hammered history, Rogers. Sure. Well, got thinking about my round basin in the mm. future here again about the demons, and I'm pretty sure I've talked about um, well the round basin, the demons got me thinking about 40k stuff because yeah. you could just use them straight up. And I think I've talked about my 40k days with the Dark Eldar. Yeah, we've back in about this. 99. But I don't think we've talked about my pre Dark Eldar days. Mm. The uh, the mid-90s when I was in high school, <laughs> I had a little foray into 40K as well. <laughs> when um, Ballard was, went to East as well, mm-hmm. so we would we didn't really know many other people, so we'd play games all the time, and he kind of got me into 40K. He gave me some Space Marines. This yeah. is back when I had essentially no money. <laughs> so I remember I had basically those crappy whatever second edition box space marines <laughs> all in the same pose yeah kind of thing. so i was in high school from i graduated 2000 so 96 to 2000 so this is probably 97 98 um and um yeah i had those crappy <laughs> space marines because i think he gave them to me and then mm-hmm. i had a buddy who wanted me to play 40k so he bought me a terminator cyclone with the big missile pack huh? on the I back those yeah yeah those are cool and then I think I did buy like a Space Marine Captain. Yeah. And I was painting them up in like a green. And the, my f- homebrew chapter was the Jade Falcons, John. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I came up with You're all their that. fluff and history and stuff. Yeah, we'd play. 
we would play games, and I think I had a chaplain too, or whatever the wizard is, their version, the psyker. Sure. Is it a chaplain? Yeah. Or is it something else? Uh, there, there's a chaplain. I don't know. What were the don't fucking ask yeah. me. But we play games on Necromunda terrain, <laughs> and we would basically do way more points than what we had models for. <laughs> and then you could take all the war gear and stuff. Yeah. So we'd play games, and it'd always be who, uh, you know, the the critical moment because each of us had a vortex grenade. <laughs> That'll just kill whatever it touches. <laughs> so you just had. A couple of characters just laden down with hundreds of points of war gear, <laughs> and and they're just like smoking, like just like regular infantry guys, yeah, like orcs and grots, and then like he's blowing up my space marines. But so you just try and get the vortex grenade to hit their character. Yeah, it was all about the vortex grenade, and if you could land that son of a bitch, you were sitting pretty good. But then once you you used it, you were out, and then you'd be susceptible to their. Yeah, vortex grenade. <laughs> yeah, you wanted to kind of save it as long as you could, but uh, <laughs> yeah, n- right. never really. You know, I guess um, that was almost kind of before I really got into Warhammer as well. Yeah, because it wasn't until the fifth edition box set with the Saurus and the mm-hmm. Skinks, because they still had no money, but at least you could get a whole bunch of those, and you yeah. could actually play. Save up for a while. And buy yeah, a we needed AOS back then. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, those are my early, earliest 40 K memories. I think I got rid of all that shit. And then when the dark Eldar came out, I was able to accumulate a bunch of those, but I never really did much. We played in that one shady tournament. (laughs) Jade co shade co shade co. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, People came out of the woodwork for that thing. That's true. It was the biggest tournament that we'd ever seen. Some of those Wausau guys were here. People. Yeah. Yeah, it was at the time. Uh-huh. That's funny. We're playing on four by fours, but <laughs> but uh, perhaps we'll come back around here with forty k gets aosified, mm-hmm. and I can just see. use my demon scroll war scrolls straight up in forty k. Uh, Butcher did the aos stuff at Paca. Or, I'm sorry, forty k stuff at Paca using his Nurgle demons on round bases that he uses in aos. Yes. So it's all compatible now. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Point Hammer History, dog. <laughs> I like it. I remember the Cyclone Terminators, man. Yeah, they. Uh, it's funny thinking about those because the Terminators were so small yeah. back then too. <laughs> they were they're so dicky. They, they, yeah, they were like, smaller than like a, a Space Marine, like, yeah. <laughs> like a plastic one because they're all hunched over. <laughs> and then like you had the Catachan Guardsmen come out. And they're yeah. tall. They're taller than a Space Marine. Their arms and are just bigger but, than Space yeah. Marine. <laughs> 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 fucking Rambo's. We got a Johnny's podcast of the month. Yeah, I added actually added two podcasts to my repertoire. I've been purging some shit I don't enjoy too much because why spend the time listening Mm -hmm. to shit you're not really into. So I added L Host, which is an Infinity podcast. Some fellas based out of Indianapolis. Lost. Oh yeah, sorry. I'm not sure. Lost, which is the. Um, I'm pretty sure Lost. You're probably right. So listen to the first three, four episodes of that. There's only a handful of episodes. Some dudes based out of Indianapolis. It's worth a listen if you're into Infinity. Yeah, I'm listening to them as well. Good quality. Um, I don't have any complaints about Two them. of those guys got real radio voices. That's <laughs> so quite pleasurable. Yeah. Neither of us to. have a radio voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> well, don't let that stop you, people. 
I was talking to Gonzalo. Eight he, years. He says he's got a face for radio, but definitely not the voice. <laughs> yeah, you know, who cares, man? People yeah, listen. Garage Hammer now? Yeah, that? a lot. Okay. So anyways, and then I also started listening to Face Hammer, which is a AOS thing, podcast, based out of England. So. Mm-hmm. Well, Russell Solid Beale. boys that know what the fuck they're doing, so that's a good listen to. I figured I'd add one for both game system and <laughs> run with it. So, uh-huh. so that's what I did, just to try and get my mojo flowing. And a lot of the talk's been about the masters in the in the UK uh, AOS, and I don't honestly give too much of a shit about that. But maybe once it things catch on more here and down. we get it going again, no, I, I, some of it's worthwhile because you get a gist of uh, what they played and how they played it and mm-hmm. how they played it against specific things, which is which is valuable. So anyway, check those out: Face Hammer and Lost. Excellent. What do you got for a useful heavy product, buddy? I've been converting my GW paints to dropper bottles, and I'm fucking loving it. Oh, really? So yeah, especially the washes. Or just pouring, no, them, pouring them in? You can go on eBay. You can buy 50 or 100 dropper bottles for hmm. like 20 bucks oh, shit. from China somehow. You might want to wash them or something. I don't know. I'm just use them straight up, taking the cancerous agents into <laughs> Brand, my body. Yeah. But um, yeah, especially the washes, yeah. because some about them you just tip them over all the time. I don't know if that. <laughs> I believe this happens to other people. I've heard it mentioned frequently. But um, the uh, the other thing too, when you pour them in there, you see how little paint you actually yeah. get in the GW bottles because it only fills them up like halfway. <laughs> They're like five bucks now each. <laughs> yeah. By the way. Yeah, so if you're still using the G-dubs, boom to those dropper bottles. I have Vallejos in those dropper bottles mm-hmm. that I never use them, and I kind of want to just get rid of them because they're on the shelf taking up space. Yeah. But I I'll take them. shake them, and I squirt them, and they're still good. <laughs> <laughs> like I've had them for like the late 90s. That's, um, that's the only and, reason. And then once every six months, I have to go through the GW ones and throw away. Add some water. <laughs> The reason that those dropper bottles actually still work is because you haven't fucking used them. Because the ones I use all the time plug, and then you're uh, yeah, jamming toothpicks true. down in there, and then it's fucking squirting all over the place. I just had a pink explosion not too long ago. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> anyway, tentacle pink. I'm, I'm not, I can't say I'm a huge fan of the dropper bottles, but I'm not a huge fan of the fucking GW little scoop system either. So. Yeah, Whatever they call them bottles. So I'm. Uh, it's got to be a better solution over. to this. I like the GW washes. Yeah, for sure. After yeah. I picked up a bunch of secret weapon ones. Yeah, me too. And they're kind of. Yeah, oh yeah. I don't like them. What was the other brand? Secret weapon. No. What was the other brand you liked? Oh, the GW ones. Oh, GW. Okay. Okay. Sound like you said something else. <laughs> yeah. Well, the yeah the GW ones. There's two different styles because the secret weapon ones. You can tell. These dudes like mix them in his basement or whatever because <laughs> everything will settle yeah. and you got to shake them up. And then when you go on, they can leave a little kind of like rings almost. Where they dry. Yeah, where they dry. You know, it's not Some rings. Kind of surface but tension issue. Yeah, and then there, they, yeah. they're they really, really glossy too. So they look like yeah. shit when they go on. That's what I missed about the old GW inks. They were glossy and I, those were the best fucking wash slash inks on the planet mm-hmm. they got rid of them well you can get them through coat coat the arms they oh, carry yeah, that entire paint shit. line yeah i picked up i was ordering some shit for something and i needed to i don't know if i was on war store or something but i needed just like two or three more bucks to hit the free shipping minimum so i ordered the chestnut ink from coat to arms yeah. I, I haven't used it yet mm-hmm. but um 
I just remember the chestnut ink from the chestnut good, was flesh like the golden ink. Yeah. from the golden days. Yeah, I, few, I used a lot of red ink, brown ink. Remember when I used to put? This is kind of a point hammered history, but I'd use shiny red ink to put blood on all the weapons of the beastmen. <laughs> remember that shit? Yeah, they yeah. all had blood on the weapons. Jesus Christ! Anyway. Fucking hell, John. You idiot. Anyways, uh, yeah, dropper bottles, loving it. Pick them up off eBay. Cool. All right, man. Let's talk about fuck sex toy. Yeah. Now this is more of a fucking fetish thing than a sex toy, but there's whole documentaries on this shit on Netflix. My wife was watching them, and I got pulled into them. It's pretty fucked up shit. <laughs> okay. Let's see, can we find images? So what it is? It's called femskin. Oh yeah. And it's effectively like a latex suit that you put it's on. Fucking bizarre. The men put on. And it's got, and they got these creepy masks, and they just go dress like women, and then they go around like women. So, yeah, somehow Ke- Kelly and I saw some stuff on this on yeah. two two separate things. There's a there's a Carl Pilkington in the Moaning of Life okay. series. He dresses up in one of those oh, and goes God. out. It's so fucking creepy. Yeah, they like this guy here. Uh, if you just Google it, Google Femskin, and go to the images. There's like this freaky looking blind they look like dolls but this is an old man like a 70 year old man in this fucking femme skin so it looks like he's a woman it's it's, it's some weird shit man like yeah. the videos are strange and the guys not like bad strange just like that's something to be into right yeah <clears throat> something about the faces are so creepy yeah th- there's and a thing where they if they you go walking on the street they want to like be out about it. Yeah. So they go out as a big group and they go to these clubs and they buy drinks and they get loaded and they like, so of course they get a cost confronted in the street by someone ripping on them. And this guy, there's this one company that makes the fem skins and it's this guy whose name isn't here, but, <laughs> uh-huh. but like his, his dad created this whole thing wow. and then he died and then his the wife took it over and got the kids involved. So they essentially make these like female femskin bodysuits, and that's like their job. So like if you if you watch the documentary on it, he's like painting vaginas and nipples and like <laughs> farming the skins, he's, like stippling some <laughs> blackheads. You gotta just be like sweating like a pig in one of those suits, man. Like it's uh, gotta yeah. be really warm. That's some that's a weird kink, right? Like I ju- I want to be a woman, but I don't want to be trans for some mm-hmm. reason. <laughs> I don't want it to be that I permanent. Know, John, I think you should pick up one of these. Uh, they're probably pretty pricey. Uh, I tell you what, if anybody sends one over, I will put it on <laughs> and give a proper review. <laughs> you sign up as Bonnie Bass things <laughs> at a local AOS tournament. <laughs> and I show up looking like this. Hey, players. This is the dirty slut of the <laughs> Warhammer scene. It's massive. Massive yeah. bulge in the crotch <laughs> region. Yeah, like, yeah, what, like this guy's are got they no tucking dick. it or what? I don't know where it goes, man. Femskin. Definitely check out the pics, though. All one word. Femskin. Mm-hmm. Spelled hard. Like sounds. femskin porn. John, did you look into oh, that? Oh God, we have to check now. Uh, how does <laughs> it work? We're gonna look. We're gonna see. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing came up yet. on my main porn site. We could Pornhub it though. <laughs> Can we get some Pornhub affiliate links? Oh, God. We might have Whoa. one. Well, there's one single there's one solitary video. video. Oh, God. Are Is we going to watch this together? That might actually be a woman. That's definitely a that man. That looks like a... That's a fella. That looks like Roger's in a wig. <laughs> yeah, kind of does. <laughs> I don't know. That one, I think, is a that's woman. a woman. If that's a dude... 
I don't know. That maybe it's a woman in a femskin suit. Maybe, well, yeah. regardless. Okay. So there's one video on Pornhub. Yeah, we'll save that for later. Oh, there's a pop up. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Look out for the pop ups. <laughs> so, anyways, check out Femskin. There's some documentaries on net on Netflix that are definitely worth sitting down and watching. Um, I did get some feedback on my Flat Earth documentaries. Yeah. Tomlin actually watched them. Tomlin gave me my intro game at fucking PACA. So we had like a warm-up ah, nice. AOS game. So that was good to get in with him. Yeah, yeah, he, he was, was at PACA. It was good to see him. Yeah, that was fun. I got with him Friday night. I went out to dinner. He was loaded as shit. <laughs> yeah, he was him super and Patty. wasted. Patty was fucking stoned out of his mind. <laughs> and then uh, Y-Tech. <laughs> so that's fun. We went over that little truck stop. Pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Good time, though. Fucking um, good times. Yeah, man. I'm going to wrap That's this what I got. Femskin. Femskin. Check out the fucking support page. If you're buying on eBay, that's the big that's the big fucking payer right now there. Now, that's right? the moneymaker right there. Also, Amazon. Click through pointamber.com. Go to the support page. Fucking let us wet these fucking beaks, man. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, I use Ting. Rogers uses Ting. Oh, yeah. My wife uses Ting. Anybody I know that switched to Ting has fucking thought it was great. It's cheaper. It's the same exact service you get on Sprint. If you're on Sprint, you're a fucking moron yeah. for not switching to Ting because you're spending an extra 50 bucks a month when you could click through the Point Hammer site, hit the Ting link, we'll get a little fucking beak wetting. You'll mm-hmm. be saving 50 fucking bucks a month. It's fucking win-win, dude. There's no reason not to if you're on yeah. Sprint. I sw- I'm not making this up. Like, we, we don't really get dick for it. It just saved me 50 bucks a month yeah. for the last couple years. I tried to now. get my mom on Ting. Yeah? She's like, nah, I'll stick with the... <laughs> She's stuck with the charter landline. Oh. <laughs> fucking hell. That's got to be like 30, 40 bucks a month. Like if you don't use your phone a lot, it's oh, yeah. cheap, like twelve bucks. Their cable bill is like triple R's. Uh, mine is, is like sixty five bucks, and that blows my mind. And all I have is internet. Yeah, well, they got they TV. got all the channels and stuff. no, we don't have anything. Yeah. I sat my ma down <laughs> with a with a financial <laughs> planner. Broke, they broke living with my brother. <laughs> Showed her how to ting, how you can watch Netflix. You just need internet, Hulu. Save him like a hundred bucks a month. Set it all up. Trying to be a little more proactive when I get those monthly calls asking for rent. And uh, looked at everything and then still just took whatever the charter, $150 a month deal. What she pay for rent every month? Uh, her rent is, I think it's like 550 oh. or something. One bed she or two? She looked around. a two bed? Uh, it's just a one. Oh. Yeah. I got a one she bed She looked around up. for quite a while. 525 dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, she talked about moving to... Mose? Uh, Mose and me because it's getting pretty hard to find lower lower income housing. <laughs> um, all the new new stuff Mose is like seven seven hundred to nine hundred. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, I think it's going to be like that. Everywhere. Big property nobody wants to deal. Jack in it. Yeah, you nobody wants get, to deal with the fucking get up people. to that. Get up to that level, John. All you, I got to do is couple just paint deal jobs. with normal humans. I know. I'm working on it. I really am, Roger. <laughs> Here's the problem. I got twelve units. How do you transition from shit apples? Like you're gonna have the building with one or two normal humans uh, and the rest shit apples, and that creates a fucking fiery combination. Yeah. A, your fucking good people might turn into shit apples because one shit apple can ruin a whole building a bunch. <laughs> We've learned that. <laughs> Furthermore, like the good people might be like, "Why the fuck are we living yeah. here? This is bullshit." Dealing with like, but like I don't have any problems anymore, so I got decent folks. It's not as bad as it used to be. I got rid of the fucking shake and bake methers, <laughs> the dickheads. I got only one person left that fucking has a dog, I'm trying to get rid of all the people with dogs in the building. Because mm, that sounds like seems lower trouble. class for an apartment. Yeah, no. we'll get there. 
but I, li- I like where you're thinking here. All right. Anyways, I got a one bedroom, 525, about to open up here. Right. I know the rent's guaranteed because I know <laughs> Rogers pays it for it. Rogers! <laughs> your mama ain't paid rent, Come motherfucker. Around. You want me to evict your mother? <laughs> Come over and just slap my desk. <laughs> I, I take the five day notice to your desk at work. I don't even get to her. That would be fucking perfect. Uh, anyways. All right. Well, anyways, next time I'm going to try and sort out some more details on these AOS games and these AOS factions. Yeah, that sounds cool. I don't really think sounds. you can do the same kind of breakdown for Infinity. I mean, you could talk about the different factions, but like, it's just not the same. Uh, like, you don't. It's up to you. Yeah. If you want to listen to me, I can talk about that stuff, John. If you personally would it would it be, want this information from my mouth, I will deliver it to you. If you could do it succinctly, um, yeah, I probably could. Like, just some basic tips on what each faction's strength. Weakness, how to deal with them are. We could branch out and maybe provide some uh, real content. John, of usual I can do that What we've for been up you. to and pulling on our wieners is really the answer to that question. This sounds too close to actual hobby content. <laughs> I'm a little suspect, but... I'll do that for AOS. I can want... only really do it in terms of the, the people I played against, but I, having, having heard some things about like Flesh Eater Court in Advanced, I would have done much better... Like Tom McClure, I got zero points. He cleaned my clock really well because I had never played Flesh Eater Court, I, to my knowledge. I didn't know what it did. I did play him in the teams, but Sean just ran over all of Tom's shit. I didn't have to do anything. Uh-huh. So anyway, so yeah, I think it would have proved valuable for me. Also proved valuable for me to switch to chaos. Okay, John, how do we anyway, want to do this? We'll talk Maybe. about it. We'll sort okay. it. Okay. Question of the month. Do you want to hear us talk about those kind of things? <laughs> <laughs> Would it be valuable and interesting? Yeah, that's why. Are you happy with what we're doing already? If you're interested, John, that's all I need. <laughs> one person for Let sure. Let us know. Just I write will in. Tell you. Hit me up on Twitter at Point Hammered. Hit Rogers up. Are you the Wisco Horn Dog now? Wisco Horn Dog at Gmail dot com at Wisco Horn Dog. Synced up all my various titles with a stolen name that you thieved. Well. <laughs> Pick something off the ground? Are you stealing it, John? <laughs> nope. Okay. All right. I guess we sorted that. Um, I think that's all we got, man. All right. That's it. This next tune, rock us out. we're going to do another song by Tim Vantol. This is going to be also off the Road Sweet Road CD. Don't pick up any of his other CDs or shit. Just pick up Road Sweet Road. It's really good. If you get his old shit, he's got this accent. Uh, this is a Tim Vantol fucking mm. thing. When I first started listening to it, Sounds almost exactly like Meal Meal Vermeer. Oh, cool! So I was like, "Oh, I bet you I know right where this guy's from." Sure, shit, same part of Europe. So <laughs> he's got mm-hmm. that accent. And his older stuff, his new stuff, doesn't come across that well. But anyways, this is more Tim Vantol from Road Sweet Road. Suck my balls.
Yeah. 